You missed out. You missed out on gold. Missed the good stuff. It's very disappointing. Um, I'm standing up, mate. I haven't stood up since I was in Triple M one time. You haven't stood up. I think you've stood been standing. I mean, in while I'm <laughs> talking to a microphone. Yeah. yeah. Well, mate, is this is it, the new go? Is it? Is this how EFTM's recorded? Yeah. Okay. Only tech, because tech guide is in. The, oh, I sit down for tech guide. Ma- mainly because I, I had to plug a Phillips Hue in and unplug the desk. So. Okay. I'm just not plugging first it back in at the moment. First world problems, mate. Yeah, massive first world first problems. First world problems. I get a power board, but we'll get there. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're only $4 a big W. No, we've got hundreds of Do you want me to shout you out? Or? No, no, we've got heaps. Oh, that's what you just need, a power board for this end of the room. Yeah, I'll just for the vast mate, office. I've just got to get one from... PowerPoint right here. Power, I need a power board, mate. Power board. There's two that's... power board here with two vacant. Yeah, I know, but I don't want the desk. Mate, can you not just drop off, okay? It is very messy with cables, mate. It's a very cable-heavy industry we work in, have you noticed? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Requires wires. Do you know what's funny? Yeah. Um, cars stuff. What with stuff cars with wireless charging. You know, so you've got wireless charging yep. for your phone. Yep, brilliant. It's excellent. But then they're modern cars, and they've got Android Auto on Apple CarPlay. It'll be plugged in. Plugged. <laughs> yeah. That's... So anyone that's yeah, any, yeah. anyone that's got a wireless charging phone, which is pretty much all the recent ones. Yep. But also wants to use Apple. They've got to plug it in anyway. No, but hang on though. If you if you laid it on the Qi charging plate yeah. with the cord in. What's charging What's it? Going to double charge? No, no, no. But what is actually charging it? Is it the? How do you tell if mate, it's the, the cable charging it? Pretty. I'm how pretty, do you know? Okay. Let's. Well, if there's some experts out there, we're obviously not experts in this field. But if it, it, it could still very. Prepared, it could I'm, still be charging wirelessly. I'm prepared to put it on the line and say that the algorithms, the, the programming, the code inside the phone says would, would prefer the cable. If, if, if it, cable if, connected, don't wireless charge. Right. Yep. Well, I mean, if anyone knows different, we'd love to hear oh, from wait, you. What's it doing? Double charging? I don't know. It might. It might because it's. We should it, test that. Maybe it's it faster. Because it's got CarPlay, and that's going through the cable, so the signal, all the yeah. information going through the cable. Then it might say, "Okay, well, you know what? If, if I'm doing all the heavy lifting with CarPlay, you do the you do the charging I wirelessly." The, I think the cable's okay is, with the heavy lifting. <laughs> in the is end, the phone is the phone capable of doing that? In the end, we're getting to a point in a few years where they'll be wireless anyway. BMW has CarPlay wireless CarPlay. CarPlay. Yeah. yeah, really? Why? How do they achieve that? That's part Just of Apple. Just through Bluetooth. Yeah, Apple updated Bluetooth. it a couple of years ago. Right. Um, and BMW is the only manufacturer to BMW do it. BMW is the only one that's got wireless charging in the market. And there's none that have Android. I've, I've got because I've got a, I've just got a mount in my Tesla where I, I just, I've got a mount with a wireless charger on it, mm. and it, every time it's sitting in the cradle, it's charging. Yeah, but you've also. But got, I, don't, I don't need. I don't need CarPlay. Have, <laughs> you don't have yeah. CarPlay. Yeah. Need have don't, don't, want mate. Don't need it. I've got everything else. Don't need it. Just don't need it. Well, you know, want. I'll be honest. One thing I'd like from CarPlay is the messaging, the voice messaging. That's, what, that's what about one thing just your you podcast cannot... apps and your ways? Yeah, and... I could just do it off my phone. It's yeah. illegal. No, but if it's in the mount, it's okay. It's part of my music slash entertainment. Mm, I, think, I think you'll find the rules are if it's in the mount, you can only do a couple of functions, which is yeah, like... No, it's music and navigation. Yeah, yeah. I think you're stretching the boundaries of the legislation. No, I'm there. not. Okay. No, I'm not. Right, yeah, let's no, do the show. Messaging, I'd, I'd miss the message. Let's do the show. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech. With Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Episode 378, thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. Uh, if you are new to the show, what happened before that is not really part of the show, but it's just become part of the show <laughs> it's now. It's our pre-show. Yeah, a lot of people yeah. like that. And We've normally, started... and, and if you haven't been listening, yeah. Trevor normally records that without me knowing. Yeah. And I don't think, there hasn't been too many occasions where I've been caught saying yeah. something that if I should you go have. Back you haven't the, had to beep anything. If you though. go back through the archives, there's, there's one where I had to beep you and one where I beat myself heavy because oh, I yeah, just opened right. slow. Remember that? <laughs> yes, I do remember just, that. I, know I just what you mean. unleashed. Yes. <laughs> wow. I've always said to you, we should do a two blokes uncut. But well, I, yeah, the 
the pre Two the Christmas episodes were pretty good. Yeah, in well, terms the, of just well, our Seinfeld episodes yeah, and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah. Yeah. We anyway, should do, we should do another one of them. We are we are here to talk about the technology news of the week, news reviews, interviews, and no, no interviews. That's on Stephen's podcast. That's uh, right. That's right. We do it all thanks to the good people at Uniden and Netgear. Now, Stephen, you had uh, an article this week on techguy.com.au, which is relevant to pretty much everyone in terms of just understanding the market of mobile phones today. And it comes off the back of what we talked about last week, which Correct. was the Telsite survey, um, which talks about how people are you know, not buying smartphones, down 3% last year. Probably are expensive. In part because they're so expensive. Yep. And, mate, I don't know about you, but I'm banging on all the time at every opportunity about the fact that there are phones for 400 uh, yep. 200 500 700 there's good phones that are out good there phones. Yeah. for for way less that would have been that would have been a $1000 phone 3 years ago correct and yeah. so on tech guide you've got a list of uh top 5 smartphones do you phones. agree I'm, with that list um I've, i'm looking at it for the first time <laughs> um thanks for your support Trip. and i think you start oh, look i think starting at the the bottom in terms of 199 yeah it makes a point you talk about the telstra superior which is an alcatel phone frankly the fact is there's Alcatel phones for 89 bucks yeah. and upwards. Now, an $89 phone is not going to offer screen, um, yeah. camera, and performance that you get from a $400 phone. But for a lot of people, they actually just need a phone. It's just a phone. It's, and like, days- it's like, and I've said this before, I think, it's like you're either a car person or not. You love your car. Yeah. You love cars in general. Other people think it just gets me from A to B. Sure. I don't care. For those people who are, you're either a phone person or not, if you're the person who thinks, I just want to make calls and texts and that'll do me, then the $89 phone or this phone is suitable. So the Telstra Superior is probably the nice – it's probably the, the pick of the Alcatel bunch right now. Yeah. There's some others coming that will be uh, slightly yeah. more expensive. But $199 is locked to Telstra Network. So you're essentially – this is aimed at the Telstra prepaid yeah. customer. 4G, all that. Who wants that? You know, 18 by 9 um, ratio screen, so yeah. the tall resolution screen. Um, it's 12, got, 12 megapixel 12 camera. Megapi- I was just going to say, great camera. Yeah, fingerprint reader. This mate, good, fingerprint good, reader yeah, on a two hundred dollar phone, let yeah. alone the fact that you can get it on cheaper ones. Yep. Fingerprint reader on a two hundred dollar phone. It's a good all rounder. It's eye opening mm-hmm. to people. You go, oh yep. wow, I can unlock with with my fingerprint. And it's got a, a six inch screen, which is nice, nice size screen as phone. well. Yeah. Also, not a bad design. Like it's it's beautiful I to like hold. It. Less so is less is more. I like it. Yes, less is more. Next is Oppo. The AX7. This one's very new. This is this is three nine nine or three nineteen on an Optus plan. I've just got right. Okay. Yep. And this to me, you look at this phone and you think, oh, that if you if you just heed the price and said yes. how much is that phone, they'll say, oh, eight ninety nine. Not just in the photos, in the flesh. Yeah, it is a nice phone. Very stylish. It's got the 3D heat-curved back panel, the textured on, rear panel as well. Mm. It's punching way above its weight in terms of the design yep. and price. It's also snappy. Uh, the camera is excellent. Um, it's still got that 16-megapixel front selfie camera too. Yeah, the Oppo selfie camera, they really do try hard with the beauty mode. Yeah. yeah. Stephen, <laughs> loves, Stephen loves beauty yeah. mode. No, you <laughs> Didn't we? Remember we were in Melbourne one time? We, we tried it for the first time. Yeah, it was yeah. an Oppo event. Yeah. And that's when they were really hyping the beauty mode. And uh, yeah, I think we did a selfie, and it was it got both of us. Uh, well, in the well, I think mode. we took a photo. It and had it said, a lot wait. more work to do for you. It's apparently. It but, said, uh, <laughs> we took a photo, and it said, "Wait, we're switching to ugly mode." Yeah. He goes, "Hang on, I'm just going to have to kick in another processor to get yeah. Trevor's head finished." Yeah, you need a you need a more expensive <laughs> phone for that. <laughs> but yeah, no, a great phone, and that's Good very recent on the market. Yeah, the that's only been out say, a couple of weeks. The thing about the AX7, I feel like, and I don't know this for sure, but I feel like Oppo went. Hard with the 699, 899 phones, you know, R17 Pro, yep. stuff like that. And I'm sure they're selling well. Yeah. But I think they realized that they were walking away from quite a large market in this sub-$500 mark. Yeah. And so they brought the AX7 out because at 399 
I think Oppo is getting reasonable recognition in terms of a name and a brand and quality. Yep. So why would you walk away from? Because they essentially started in this market, right? They started yeah. in this sub five hundred dollar market, and then went, oh, we're we're big, we're Let's coming go up premium, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So I like I'm good good on you for going premium, but yeah. stay with your base, stay in your lane. That's right. So their lane was these people who couldn't afford an iPhone. And I think as a result, well, they've got their color OS, which mm. looks a lot like iOS. Oh, yeah. So uh, they, they thought, if you can't afford an iPhone, how about this? Mm. And then they tried to go the Find X and, and the Lamborghini models, premium. which are really nice phones, but kind of out of the Oppo customer on average. If you took an average, I wouldn't spend more than 500 bucks, mm. 600 maybe. Yep. But this, I think, hits a really good sweet spot in terms of price. So uh, Sorry, I'm in the office good. and I'm looking at the lights. So it's going crazy. I'm tipping that like Bowen or someone has noticed that I'm we're in the office of this late because oh. the camera downstairs and they're just playing with the Alexa. Oh really? It's just someone's just playing giggles. Oh really? They're just trying, trying to, to disturb us. Yeah. Trying to break our concentration. And, no, and I am disturbed by Lucky it. I got my back to it. That's Absolutely. All good. The next end, the next one at two nine nine. This is actually discounted. This was three seventy yeah. three seventy nine. They're taking eighty bucks off it. Yep. But for the price this is a, the 5.1. It's got an edge-to-edge screen, 5.8. Yeah, so 5.8-inch screen. And you got a, you, this is the, also the cheapest phone that I've seen that's got an octa-core processor. Right. So pretty for a $300 phone, it's performing like a, a, the, with the latest flagship devices. I would argue the best feature of the Nokia phones overall, but Nokia 5.1 in, in particular, is a very vanilla Android experience. Well, it's Android One, isn't it? It's Android oh, One. Oh, is the five point one Android yes, One? Yes, it is. Yeah, okay, Android One. But basically, it's it's fresh, it's easy, yeah. it's simple, it's really clean. It's, not, it's oh, clean. Like Color yeah. OS on an Oppo phone is, as many would refer to it as bloatware, but I know why it's there. It's yeah. as we discuss, it's to make uh, iPhone users feel yeah. comfortable. <laughs> but Android users, like you could go from a Google Pixel to a Nokia and know where everything is, and it just works mm, because it's right. made in the same way that the Google Pixel camera's also good is. too. I like yes. the camera on this too. 13 megapixel, 5 megapixel rear, rear cameras, 8 megapixel front camera, which is decent, mm. uh, and a good battery too, 3,060 milliamp hour battery. They've just announced though this week the Nokia 8.1, which I think is going to be 699 right. But that's out, I think, next week. Right. But this was this is already in market, and, and they've discounted it, so great time to jump in. Oh, the next one... I think I said this a couple of weeks ago, is my... This is my pick of the this five. This is absolutely pick of the five. In of fact, the, this, this is five. this is the second best smartphone of 2018. Yeah. The best smartphone of 2018 is the Mate 20 Pro from Huawei. Yeah. And I, I think I talked about this. I tossed up very, mm. very long time about whether or not the Huawei Nova 3i would be the best phone of the year because, mate, it's $489. Yeah. I think you can get it cheaper than that even. And, it's and crazy value. It, it is a real. I, I remember when I reviewed Beautiful this. Beautiful like, you know, I, I go for stints like months at a time on Android because I've got a bunch of phones to review and I stay. And I remember re- reviewing this and kept it as my phone for mm. like a month. Yeah. I just liked it so much. It yeah. was really nice in the hand, good oh, size, and uh, just just a really pleasant experience. The camera was good. I the was whole un- OS was nice. Unable to fault this phone. Yeah, very nice. For the price, geez, it's uh, 489 Really nice design, too. I think for a Beautiful. device of that price, that's what I really enjoyed about it. But the cameras on this thing, is four cameras, oh, yeah. including a 24-megapixel front-facing camera. It's got also a 2-megapixel for the depth effect and all that. 24 megapixels. That's that's better than the back camera. Yeah. So uh, pretty solid there. Four gig of RAM, a lot of storage, too. 128 yes. gig on board. And it is expandable with a micro SD card. Uh, dual and SIM 4G. Dual SIM, yeah. See, dual SIM 4G. Wow. Ticking all the boxes, and it's under 500. It's insane. So I got to say that 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 is our pick 
if you if you that can, was my if you can spend yeah. five hundred on a phone, and yeah. remember this, the reason we're talking about this is because I, I, the number. Of, I had a bloke say to me the other day, oh, "I'm not going to upgrade from the iPhone 10 because you know the 10s." Yeah. I said, well, "Why would you? It's a great phone." Mm. I said, "How much are you spending? A hundred and thirty a month on a plan?" And I went, "Whoa!" Wow, I said, "Mate, hold on to that phone." And when you get to the end of the contract, champion, either hold on to it or mm. sell it. You'll get 500 or so for it in a year and then buy a new phone. Now, that person I was speaking to, no way he's going to buy a $500 phone. But for someone right now with an iPhone 5, uh, mm. an iPhone 6 or a Samsung Galaxy yeah. 5 or something like a couple of year old phone, trust me, when you go to the Nova 3i at $489 or less, it's a great experience. It's snappy. It's got a great camera. And you've, just, you've, you've outlaid 500 bucks, and you're now at a point where you can go, right – how much can I spend a month on my mobile plan? Exactly. My mother-in-law like 40 just, bucks just switched now. to Boost on 30 bucks a month off yeah. She's just because she was with Telstra on a big contract. I said, listen, just go to Boost. Actually, yeah. Save now, heaps of cash. Now is the time to be on a SIM-only plan. There's so much value mm. with uh, a lot of data. Like I think you get 30 gig of data for like $40 a month, if that. It's, it's, it's really cheap. It's crazy. But there but is it, there is the problem, of course, with people um, – I guess wanting those flagship phones, and we'll of course. talk next next week about of Samsung. Of course, yes, but, you, but you've got to be able to buck that trend, or yeah. you've got to go in hard one year with the outright purchase mm. and put a screen protector on it, put a case on it. Yeah, keep the box. It's an investment. I t- this what now, I t- you're sounding like me talking to my kids when they get their new phones. Don't take the cables out because you've already got a cable. You yeah. know how to charge. Keep it. Right? Keep, keep it all box. in there. Yeah. So when you when you when you put it on eBay, the cables are all wrapped up as they were when it was brand yeah, new. You take good. the screen protector off. You take the case off. It's a brand new yeah. phone. Or if you if, or another solution, if you want to trade in your phone, there's places uh, that that uh, you know there's. I think you love your phone and, and certified tech direct. There's heaps yeah. of them. Yeah. And they, even for those people who think, well, wow, the new iPhone's too expensive. Mm. They not only trade in phones, they also sell phones. So if you, if you, yes. if you want to buy, say you want an iPhone 10, it's a year old now. Yeah. You'll be able to buy it for like probably 700 bucks. Yeah. Instead of paying 1500 or 1600 for the new one. So they keep that in mind as well. But speaking of iPhone, I thought, yeah. I had to include an iPhone well, in the this, problem is, and there is an iPhone under 500. Mate, the problem is everyone always said, like you'd speak to a parent and they go, no, my kid wants an iPhone. Oh, yeah. Jesus, really? We've just screwed yourself because yeah. that's going to cost you money. But for some time now, you've got these bloody iPhones at yeah. Officeworks, JB, JB Hi-Fi, them. Big yeah. W have them in their yep. catalogue this week. Telstra have them too, but the Telstra ones are locked to the Telstra they, network, that's just right. FYI. That's right. And the Telstra ones are cheaper. So you'll find the Telstra yeah, ones at 450 they're, they're something. 428. Something yeah, like 428. that. Right? But remember, right. it costs like 50 to 100 to unlock them. <laughs> yeah. So don't get caught out so by that. So 488 is the price at Officeworks JB Hi-Fi. But if you're going to be, I'm pretty sure that Telstra locked one will work on Boost, on Aldi, ah, and they're Telstra. Yes. They're Telstra. Okay. Nice. Don't, tip. don't quote me on that. We, we need to check it. But okay. 488. 6S, don't forget. 6S, 32 gig. 32 gig. Yeah. Yeah, see, the thing is, this uh, uh, last year or the year before, it was the iPhone 6 they were selling at Officeworks yeah. and places like that. Yeah. So they've just, mate, this is where, because they're still making these things brand new. Yeah, other, exactly for, right. For emerging markets. But it isn't, you got to, uh, one thing I noticed that this, you can't buy that at Apple stores. No, no. Yeah, so you can only buy it How outside of Apple. Right? Apple yeah, yeah. don't want yeah. someone walking in and getting a $500 phone. Go figure. Go it's figure. madness. And Apple would no doubt, as they do with every phone, they say, oh, do you want a case with that? They try to upsell you. So why turn away that business? It's their own product. They don't. Why is that? They don't, they don't they want don't to be have, seen as the cheaper brand. You know what? They don't have space for the iPhone six cases. They move yeah, on. Maybe, they go right here. Maybe, seven, yeah, eight, right. and ten. Yeah, yeah. Why don't you just sell them the phone though? Well, they have the phone there. Mate. And even though, like this is three and a half year old phone now. Three and a half years. 
Okay, so, so 15, 16, let's, 17. Let's call it 10, oh, geez, eight, four and a half years. seven, six S. So it's four and four, four and, and a bit years. But it's still, obviously, it's brand new out of the box. Still running iOS 12. Mm-hmm. It's good. And you know, being new, you got a new battery. So iOS this will last year. Sped them up too. 4.7 inch display, yep. retina display. And also, too, for people who want to use Apple Pay, this has got a touch ID on the home button as well. Yeah. So Apple Pay works on this also. Yeah. Worth, oh, worth mate, a look. It, it's hard not to. Not to suggest this to many people. Definitely. Um, you know, that's, that's, and I included that in my headline too, the top five under 500. And people go, yeah, right, I was if an iPhone's going to be in it. And I said in the headline, and that includes an, an iPhone. iPhone. So, you know, the moral of this story is, look, if you have a broken phone, uh, like a lot of people break their iPhones and think they're going to have to buy the new one, you don't. Yeah. And that's, you know, as parents, we can say that to kids too. It's like, no, no, son, mate, I'm sorry, you broke your phone. You're not getting a 10. Nah. You're getting a 6S. Yeah. If you think that's bad news, bad luck, you shouldn't have broken your phone. But I think, too, there's a real opportunity for the other brands here. And like yeah. just, just in the last, like I was on TGB the other day and just emails I'm getting from readers and stuff, there's a feeling that people aren't, they're ready to leave the iPhone camp. Right. They're even ready to leave the Samsung camp. They're yes. saying, oh, look, should I get the 10? Do I do this? I've had Samsung all my life. What do mm. I do? And I said, look, might as well wait for the 10. It's out in a week. Um, and but there's a lot of disgruntled, or not disgruntled, but just uh, anxious. Sort of, they're, they're getting they're getting sort of uh, they're anxious to try something new. They, yes. These iPhone customers, they're thinking, "Am I going to just spend another fifteen hundred on an iPhone? Like, what do I do?" Mate, that's why I say, you know, the Huawei Mate Twenty. I just can't stop using it because mm. just you know what, just the camera, just being right. able to go right three times, five times, and wide angle zoom in one tap of a yeah. button, mate. It's exceptional. and all your photos go up to Google Photos, so it's saved. It's easy it's, to access. Yeah. It's crazy yeah, good. And good. so I actually think, I know Apple might might purge some, but I think this is Samsung's worrying year. They have to do very well yeah. this year because my mail is Huawei is spending potentially more money on marketing in 2019 mm. than Samsung. Yeah. Oh, well, I think it's the year where I think Huawei, it's got to be a breakout year for them yeah. because they're going to have – they're following up the P20. They've got to have the P30, the Mate 30. So already the expectations are high for those devices. Mm. They're also floating 5G phones, folding phones as well. They've already mentioned at Barcelona, folding phone, they're going to announce. Mm. Samsung, we, we, which we think they're going to showcase that as well. So it's going to be the year where you're either going to go brand new, totally new category folding phone or hang back, stick to 4G or something cheap. Or if and, you're required to, then just get something cheap. Yeah, yeah. The, mid, the middle ground, like the S10, I think we were talking about a few weeks ago, really has to knock it out of the park mm. to get people off their ass to buy it. And like, right. It's really good. Like, I know having an in-screen fingerprint reader is cool. Having a little hole-punch screen is really cool. The camera's, the got, camera's to- got to be way better. It's already really good. Like, the iPhone last year's camera is only incrementally better than the yeah. 10. So what do they need to do? That, is the folding right. phone going to save their bacon? Yeah, is that going to do it? the folding phone is not the 10. And so yeah. how do they sell the 10 if it's totally not 5G right. and it's not folding that's in, this, why, in this marketplace? That's why I'm I'm not confident that they're going to show the folding phone next to the 10. Because a lot of, because the potential problem is people might go, wow, that folding phone's amazing. I'm going to wait for that. And they're mm. not going to buy the 10. So mm. how how is that going to work? Like, Are they I, going to cut their own grass by I, showing the folding phone? I'm now more confident, and I think that it'll be a stupid price. It'll be like $2,300, 2400 oh, Of course it will and be. And therefore, it, will be. therefore it just won't be in the consideration of most people. Yeah, most people. Maybe. Plus, once it gets reviewed, trust me, it won't be a great yeah. phone. Plus it's going to oh, – I totally agree with you because it's the first wave of the phones. Of course all the first all ones the are All the 5G poor. phones will be rubbish. Yeah, all the folding phones will be rubbish. Of They'll course. be a great gimmick, and I want one because I want to put it in the yeah. museum. 
Totally. But totally. It ain't but gonna be a daily driver. The, the folding phone is gonna be don't forget, it's gonna be a tablet as well. Yeah. So it's for that that user yeah. who's on a tablet a lot. Like I, I I only use a tablet when I'm like I don't catch public transport. Um, I'm not, only, I'm not, I don't fly every week. When I fly, I might pull my tablet out. But if you're going to buy and invest in a folding device, you're the sort of person who's either pulling out a tablet and you got a phone. Isn't that kind of what it's going to try to cover I both? I don't use a tablet unless I'm in a plane. Yeah, same. But, so, you, but you don't commute either. No. Like you're not the person who sits on a train for an hour in the morning, no, I, an hour at night I, watching I think, your stuff. I think the market is the people who sit and watch YouTube videos on their phone yeah, yeah. who want a slightly bigger screen. But they've got to be willing maybe, for everyone around them to watch that too. But uh, Yeah, exactly right. But also too, like for the road warriors that are out there, they, they may, might not want to carry a laptop. They want a device that can yeah. help them multitask, things like that. So um, I'm really looking forward to trying it to say, well, is this for me? Is this for me? And you know what? Like, like you don't know you want a product till you see it. And, yeah. and if, if you get it in your hand, yeah, I never thought, considered doing this on, a, on this sort yeah. of device. That's what I'm looking Mate, forward to We are going to have to record next week's show like an hour after the thing. Because you you're you going that night, aren't you? Yeah. Why? So why don't you go the next day? Because <clears throat> I wanted to the leave. travel. The tra- <laughs> I'm leaving the next day. I'm leaving the 21st. To yeah. to, what we're talking about, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, we're heading straight to Barcelona from San Francisco because Samsung thought, oh, let's hold an event four days before Mobile World Congress. So we are, we've made plans to go from San Francisco directly to Barcelona. Mm. Trevor is leaving the night of the event. So the night the event's on in the morning and you're yeah. on a plane at night. Yeah. Jeez. I'm on like a cargo plane. It's not um, <laughs> it's an airline I've never you're heard You're like of. With, next to some sheep in the never cargo. Never heard hall. of them. Well, never what heard is of the name of it? Level is, Spain. Is it Ibi- not Iberia? Well, Iberia is who I booked it through. Turns out it's a it's a code share with a Level Spain. Okay. Never heard of right. them. Never seen their logo <laughs> before in my life. <laughs> Cargo play. Pretty pretty confident. Pretty confident okay. there'll be giraffes and bloody yeah. stuff poking up. Well, I'm so, going uh, British Airways. I'm, yeah, I'm sure you are. Well, mate, you'll have to stop in Heathrow. I'll go straight to Barca. Yeah, that's, that's – uh, oh, so you're doing the big one hit. Just yeah, 11 right. hours, 11 okay. and a half hours done. Yeah, right. No, I'm going um, – I mean, no, I'm actually going via New York, I think. New York and then straight into Barcelona. Uh, okay. Yeah, yeah. One, I think so. Anyway. Anyway, there's a stop somewhere. We're boring people to death. Um, if you want the full <laughs> list of Stephen's uh, top five phones under 500 bucks, it's at techguide.com.au. Well, some big news on the Tesla front this week, Trev. Mm. A couple mm. of new modes announced. Oh. And you know what I like about this? That there were there were people on Twitter, Tesla owners, that tweet Elon Musk ideas. Yeah. And he says, yeah, okay. It's coming out next week. Yeah. Maybe. They suggested it a long time ago, and he, he said, yeah. He really needs to work on just getting the product right, I would well, argue. Well, I'm taking a photo of you for David the, Wolf. Okay. Yep. The, <laughs> he's, just, he's just messaged me. The, uh, Smile, the, the idea. <laughs> what I, but look, I, and I'll tell you now, if people ask me, what's your biggest and favorite gadget? I'll say my Tesla. Oh, company. yeah. My Tesla. It's a gadget. It's a big gadget because you can update it like your phone and get all these new features and things happen. I like, like I've told you about romance mode. Have you heard about romance mode? Mate, on the car? I don't, we're here together alone in the office. I don't okay, want to know about well, romance mode. I'll tell you about romance mode. I, I was in the car with my wife. I said, you know, there's a new romance mode. She goes, really? Well, what does it do? And I went, let's find out. We're in my driveway. We're in my driveway. Romantic. <laughs> we just got home. Parking. And uh, hit hit the button, and then the big 17 inch screen turns into a crackling Love fireplace. Oh, yes, yes. And then some romantic, like I think Barry Barry White starts playing over the radio, and then my heats my seats start to heat up. 
as well. So that was romance mode. Anyway, to this week, two new modes. Uh, one is dog mode, which is uh, of what interest is, what to is me. It bark? No, dog mode, uh, and there's sentry mode. Let's just start with dog mode. Now, we've heard all the stories, you know, you have, have the stories about uh, people walking by a car. They see a dog in a car, especially on a hot day. Yeah. They panic and think, shit, this dog's in, uh, they in smash trouble. A window. They smash a window. Yeah. But with dog mode on the Tesla, you can set it up. Yeah. And it'll set the temperature to the to a desired level. So if it's right. a hot day, it'll be like twenty two degrees or whatever. Yeah. But then the screen says in big letters, "Oh right, don't worry, my master will be right back. Don't worry, I'm comfortable. The temperature's now twenty two degrees." Oh, it's going to say so it's all well and good. To there's set an the indication, yes, yeah, so that you don't 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 smash the windows. I'm, I'm all good. So uh, uh, they shared. They I think Tesla officially announced this today, and they actually shared an image, and it and it's, it shows the picture. It's in the set in the Model Three, but yeah. it works on the Model S and the Model X as well. Where there's a picture, and it says there, my my owner will be back soon. It's got the temperature, and then you see the dogs in the center console looking yeah. pretty comfy. Now, for those that follow us on Twitter, I um, I said to Stephen, <laughs> I said to Stephen, I'll give you a hundred bucks if you're if you I, I bet a hundred bucks your dogs have never been in the Tesla. And my smart ass answer was, well. Well, there was never dog mode until now. Yeah, and then just just to be clear, just to clarify, he t- took a photo of Ziggy and Zaggy in the Tesla. In the Tesla. And said, where's my hundred bucks? I said, listen, I said, have been in the Tesla. You can't do it now. Oh, really? I just, you mate, you, you're a welcher. You're as, welcher on the bed, have you ever taken them to the beach in the Tesla? No, because my wife had her big car. Oh, yeah, you've never but, done it. But it's official. Get on Twitter if you don't if you have don't believe it. Uh, there's there is pictures of me and my two Dalmatians, yep. rather large Ziggy Dalmatians. Logan and Ziggy are in my car. Ziggy got in first because he was the biggest and he's the oldest. And then Logan got in, but they were both in the, on the back seat. There's pictures of me sitting next to Ziggy and also a selfie of me with Logan. You can see Ziggy sitting next to him in the car. Okay. And me wearing my Back to the What's Future the t-shirt, which, uh, which has been had some comments as well. The other mode, and this is smart. This is sentry mode. Mm-hmm. Now, I've already got a dash cam on my car. Yep. And then two weeks later, they decide to make the dash cams on the, on the front of the car turn into dash cams. Yep. Now, sentry mode activates, you know how I've got all the multiple cameras for autopilot? Mm. So all the cameras on the car can now record video in case something happens to your car. So when it's parked, if there's an incident, like someone might back into your car, the side of your car in a parking lot, or Mm. you hit it with a shopping trolley or something, Mm. uh, it's recording the whole time. Records, it'll detect that something's hit the car and be recording the whole time. So if you get an incident, how much of your batteries that chewing through? Would it be much at all? It's, it'll only shoot video for a certain time, then shut off again. So it's not continually shooting video. So uh, how does it know to start recording? Well, I think the there's motion? one of the sensors, the motion or the the the, okay. the bump or something will activate. I haven't tested it yet. It's not out yet. It'll be out in it a day would or def- two. I mean, the thing I, Bowen was telling me he was watching a video of some narc in the states who parked his Tesla with fifteen percent battery at the airport and went away for. Period of time, yeah, and then must, it, must it runs down. That's what happens. Runs it runs down. Yeah. yeah. So there's 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 features, there's functions, there's yeah. things on the car that are working. But there are safeguards too on the car. Like if you if you for example wanted to say that we were sitting here, I had eighteen percent of my my battery, and I thought I'm going to put the aircon on to so it's cool. It wouldn't work because it's under twenty percent. Right. So the car knows that. Listen, mate, you need the battery to drive the car. Forget Don't your air dope. Forget yeah. your aircon. You have a driving. Okay. So yeah, it does yeah. know that. But I think in this in this instance, those safeguards will be built in as well. So, and I believe also the um, side cameras are also being used in the dash cam now as well. Uh, that's correct. Yes. Because so the, because while you're to driving, be honest, the dash yeah. cam was rubbish. Yeah, it, because it's it was not very quality, narrow yeah. field of view. You look yeah. at all the Uniden dash cams, and yeah. their biggest selling feature is 160 to yeah. 180 degree field of view. Yep. And you get the test on it's like a 
30 degree field of view and you're like yeah. hey it's not it's a lot more but yeah. it's very narrow compared to a dash cam totally. so yeah they've brought in the side cameras as well now so it'll all work together I've got actually the black view the the 900 the two front and back dash cams mm. and the front the front one's a 4k camera yeah and uh and because there's always power in the car you know how you normally got to connect it to your USB yeah, down the yeah, front yeah. I've got a little power source up the top the near the mic in the above the uh, the rear view mirror so that's always I've set that to record but not not in parking mode, it'll only record when uh, it senses like a movement or something's hit the car. Right. It'll start recording rather than just detecting movement or just getting uh, useless videos of, of blank spaces where there's someone walking in the background. Well, that was a really useful segment for the – how many people listening <laughs> For the non-Teslas, yes. Just how but, many people – I want to know. How many of you want the te- – how many of you want a Tesla? Right, so tweet us, uh, <laughs> at Stephen Fennig, at Trevor Long. Uh, have you got a te- if you've got a Tesla, selfie – with the Tesla. Selfie with the Preferably Tesla. Preferably with the two blokes talking tech up on the screen. But, exactly. You know. Or if you've got a dog, put the dog in as well. Yeah, either like way, I did but today. Let, let us know you're listening. And if you want a Tesla, then again, just let us know. Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm curious to know. Absolutely. Oh, to be honest, I'm curious to know how relevant this is to people. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Because well, this is this is, this is is cutting edge. Um, it, it's it's high tech. Mm. But, but it's I'm also been, quirky. It's quirky oh, now 100%. as well. It's very, it's quirky. If, if Mercedes-Benz had to come up with dog mode, we'd still be talking. We'd be talking about it. I agree. Any other car brand that that is as ballsy as that, as Elon Musk, to make something like this. And and the rumor is, too, that Sentry Mode, I don't know whether there's a rumor, if Sentry Mode is activated, it it actually uh, plays a piece of music as well, like a like a like a, a gothic sort of theme oh. song. It's it's called Takata Fugue. I played it on Tech Guide. If you listen to my Tech Guide podcast. I actually played the piece of music that it's allegedly going to play when it hits you if someone touches your car. So imagine that some person bumps into your car. This music's blaring out no, of your car. Let's turn it on and we'll go out the front and just bump in. <laughs> I haven't put the update yet. Oh. The update's coming. All right, two blokes talking tech. Uh, for all that news on Tesla, go to techguide.com.au. Two blokes talking tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Two Blokes Talking Tech is proudly supported by Uniden. They've got a, a lot of new devices, including – we spoke about this last week, actually. It was one of our reviews. This is the Guardian AppCam X56. Now, this is a controllable camera. By that, I mean you can pan the camera – tilt the camera, zoom in on the camera. So while most cameras have quite a wild, wide field of view, what this allows you to do, because you can pan it, you've got a, effectively a 355-degree field of view. So you can see if you've got like a large area you need to monitor, uh, you can do that. Also, it's got motion detection, which can actually – it's got a motion lock as well, motion tracking. So if someone's walking across uh, somewhere, it'll actually track them across the room. Uh, and you can also do the panning as well up to – sorry, tilting up to 90 degrees. And then it also comes with all the features we've come to know and love from Uniden, including local SD card recording. You can remotely view, of course, the uh, footage from your app. It's also got their great thermo sense as well, so it'll detect whether you, you're, you won't get all those false notifications. And it's filming in HD as well. Two-way audio also comes with it, so if someone's in front of the camera, you can have a chat to them as well. It is an indoor camera, though, designed for indoors, can be set on a stand or you can mount it upside down on your ceiling so keep an eye on your room and uh, it's really easy to use from the app really easy to set up as well if you want to read more about that head over to uniden.com.au Stephen, I'm not going to lie. When I review a lot of products, I don't like. I don't take ten months to do them. You know, sometimes <laughs> you can get a sense of a product. You can pretty much understand it within a couple of days. And yep. to be honest, with smartwatches, I can do it in like 24 to 48 hours because you know its features, you know its functions, and you're good to go. Yep. I got the Huawei 
watched GT uh, a couple of weeks ago. Yep. I, mate, I had to take a week because the battery was so good. <laughs> I, I took it out of the that's box. That's a good problem. I put it on the charger. I took it off the charger at 95%. I whacked it on my wrist. I wore it to bed. I only didn't wear it in the shower. Um, and I engaged do not disturb mode probably four nights out of the seven. Uh, which you know pretty much turns off all the buzzing and beeping, but still lets it um, you know buzz tracks and wake you and up and tracks your sleep and your heart rate. Yep. Um, it was at four percent at Friday lunchtime. Uh, you know, on the eighth day, four percent. Wow, that's, that's good. Crazy but good. Were battery. you? Can I ask though? And I've, I've skimmed your review. Yep. You weren't doing much exercise with it, though, no, were mate, you? No. So that that's the real burner. I wasn't for a phone. burning the the, yeah. the GPS out. But no, no. But yeah. let me be clear. Any smartwatch I've used, yeah. I've never done much exercise okay. on. So I'm comparing so it, comparing to the, it to the, to like the battery like. life yeah. of a, of an Apple Watch, which I would get maybe two days out of. Yeah. Samsung, day and a half, two days. You know, I'm talking. I've never seen a watch go this long. Yeah. It's now it has a very limited feature set, right? Because it's not running Android Wear or whatever it's called. Mm-hmm. It's running its own operating system. Pretty much just which, does. Which works with the iPhone as well, by the way. So don't think you have to use no, this with an Android device. You just can't buy it. That's the only problem. You can't buy the watch. That's right, because you've got to buy it with a Mate 20 Pro. You, they're Correct. giving it away with a Mate 20 Pro. It's a $400 yeah. watch. They're giving it away yep. with a thirteen or $1,400 phone. So yep. you, you're basically getting a $1,000 phone and a $400 watch. Yeah. Not but, a bad deal. You know, watch face is reasonably customizable, but there's not a big watch face store, which I do love about uh, the Samsung. Can you put your um, own picture on the watch face or not? I didn't try because right. I really loved. Because is that Chinese New Year? That's, that yeah, that's that's one that came with it okay. um, all through an update. But okay. it's a normal, elegant-looking watch. Yeah, like it it's, is. Round. It's my style yeah. of watch, right? Leather strap, nice metal, you know, bold, uh, round watch face. Yep. Um, the heart rate was intensely good. Like, it was constant. Just constantly is that your resting heart rate? rate? 83? No, nah, resting? resting is down the bottom, like 59 or something like that, yeah, I think. of course it is. Yeah, that's what it says. 52. 52. Resting, 52. Yeah, what do you say? It's so 83 while I was taking photos. I was nervous. <laughs> 52 is your resting heart rate. Is that good or bad? That's really good. Oh, really good. Really? Like you're a Tour de France cyclist. Oh, I don't think it's normal. Really yeah. good. Yeah. I think it's normally in the 60s. Like Miguel Indurain, very What's famous yours? Tour de France. Oh, about 60, 61. Yeah, I think, I think I'm normally in the 60s. I think yeah, that yeah. was probably just a... But Miguel know, Indurain, famous Spanish Tour de France winner, won mm. six or seven. His resting heart rate was 29. Well, he's a freak. He's just, yeah, exactly right. He's just super fit, super freak. Was but, he on anything? Well, uh, he's long retired now, so uh, I'm not sure... Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, but I'm let's I'm get sure back to Lance you, Trev. Buddy, yeah, resting heart <laughs> yeah, rate. Yeah, he's was, about fifteen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, book. Okay, that's well, eighty three. There is that on your left hand or your right hand, mate? That's your live. <laughs> okay, mate. I don't know what you're saying. But stop so, it. okay, Just stop it. So it does live heart rate reading. So if you're walking down the street or running, it just, it'll, it'll go. Hey, geez, sw- okay. swipe one way to heart yeah, rate. Yeah. It's there all yep. the time. It's okay. constantly monitoring. Yep. And I love that that it's constantly monitoring. Um, as I said, watch faces, lots of them, and really customizable. The the health and fitness stuff. It is it's there's good. a lot of them, right? So All I pool, can tell swim, is, yeah, so into outdoor cycle. I don't know cycle. that I'd swim with it with the leather band, but anyway, um, yeah, right. it has cycle, it has but run. You it can has though. Ball. That's the point. It is sporterproof. Good stuff. Spot on. So, the thing is, I would say its functions are limited as compared to a Galaxy or an Apple Watch. Its price is similar to a Galaxy. If you were to buy them outright, I would probably recommend the Galaxy. Galaxy Watch. It looks like if, a Galaxy if, Watch too. If, eh? if you Round. wanted all the functionality of the Galaxy, yeah. but it doesn't have cellular, for example, but. Yeah. Mate, as a as a good looking watch that is yeah. smart, I loved it. But Absolutely how, loved it. But also, I hate charging watches. Hate it. it so is, I don't wear an Apple Watch. 
It is really good, though, uh, really clever of Huawei to tie this into their device, to oh, get you into the ecosystem. Massive it's very promo. smart. Massive very promo. Smart. Just look at all the ads they're doing for mm. it. Because they announced this with the Mate 20 Pro that's at the right. launch. Mm. And uh, but they said, and then the guys at Huawei, this is back in October, they said, oh, that's not coming to Australia. I went, oh, okay, it looks Which good, is. but it's not coming. Thanks very much. But then they, now they've brought it out just as the, uh, as yeah. the add-on. Yeah. I think it's a smart promotion. The best free smartwatch you can get. That's what I've said. There you go. Eh? What well, is? That's a clever headline. Well uh, done. Oh, thanks, mate. So how many people have lined up at Huawei? He goes, where's my free watch, mate? But, <laughs> and they go, oh, sorry. No, Trevor was, uh, fine, he didn't quite have <laughs> the, the fine print. Fine print. Um, I've, had, I've had a couple of people say I'm loving it because they've bought the Mate 20 and the yeah. watch and got the watch. Absolutely. It's a redemption thing. So you, yes. you, buy, you can, and you don't have to buy so it anywhere you, you specific. You can get it from Optus, Vodafone, JB yep. Hi-Fi, Kogan. There's a bunch of places you can buy so mail the Mate 20 yep. and you do the redemption and they mail it out to you pretty quickly. Very oh, cool. Uh, a great watch. Very uh, the cool. full review is at EFTM.com. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. Now, let's talk about a product that I've reviewed. I've been reviewing this for the past couple of months. Mm. It's the Sony VW570ES. Wow. 4K. Just rolls off the tongue. True 4K projector. Now, you know this uh, projector because you've been you've sat under it every mm. time you're in my theater. Mm. And uh, this is, I'll, I'll tell you straight out, this was so good that I had to buy it. I now own this projector. And, and, and let's be clear, people, it ain't cheap. No, it's not cheap. And like, I've got a dedicated room for this stuff. And I'm thinking, and look, it's it's $11,999. And just uh, just let you know that I didn't pay quite that much. I got a nice discount, but I won't Thank tell you, you how Sony. much of a discount. Thank you. But it was solid. It was thousands of dollars I had to pay. It was yeah, like, yeah. I'm not, it's still expensive. But I looked at it and I explained this on my podcast. I said, I don't drink, I don't smoke, I don't gamble. No, absolutely. This is my passion. And I thought, I'm getting it. This That's was my birth. My birthday's in a few days, and I said, "This is my birthday present to myself." Absolutely. And uh, so, I hope my wife isn't listening because she doesn't know that I actually bought it yet. But um, Joe, I got a good deal. Okay, so don't be upset. <laughs> Mate, <laughs> the the box turned up, and it's all let's good. Let's be very clear here, dear <laughs> listener. What happens on the podcast stays That's on the podcast. That's it. That's it. Trev if you see Steve, my wife, don't tell her. Trev Just tell Steve, her I love her. <laughs> don't know. Our, don't need our wives to get a list of the things we did and exactly didn't pay right. For. This is like a tour. What happens on tour? Stays on the podcast. No, just, just really on that. It's a funny thing though, because there is, like, especially at home, like my wife just assumes everything that comes to the door is free because yeah. it's a review, and she doesn't yeah. know. She has no sense of what goes back and what doesn't, yeah. right? And then, like, I look at it and I go, "Well, I spent uh, six hundred dollars on Philips Hue the other day, like here because we yeah, wanted yeah. Philips Hue here at the office." I've spent a lot of money on gadgets. Don't you yeah, worry, folks. This, we do that. We yeah. do. We're, we're, we're stuff we love. We're, that, we, we, that's that's the beauty of not having those those yeah. expensive vices. I don't drink coffee. So I don't drink coffee what? or regularly drink alcohol or smoke. So, yep. you know, there's a lot of savings. Absolutely right. Well, that's, that's me. I don't drink smoke. I don't gamble. So here, here we go. The Sony projector that is so good that I bought it. So it is... And, and look, I'm coming from having you the had previous. Sony, yes, I, I had the previous model, the VW300. I had, which was a bloody good projector. Yeah. Which well, I'm thinking, wow, awesome. But then when I saw this, it was so much better than the 300. Brightness was better. What did you had the 300? Had HDR. Sorry, eBay. Oh, probably. Oh no, there's 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 some audio visual stores that do like it's sell it on consignment. Oh, yeah, nice. they, they might just sort of get someone. Can you? Yeah, cool. Get me right a few yeah. thousand. Sorry, for this. Yep, so yep. put it this way: that what I'll get for the three hundred will no. it'll hopefully pay for more than half of this that yeah, I cool. paid for. That's that. right. Yep. So we're in a good spot. But um, 
the you know what I like about it, the HDR, the other my other projection ever HDR still look good, but the, those sort of washed out bits of the screen and the darker bits of the screen, I missed out on some mm. stuff there. But as soon as I laid eyes on this, I'm thinking I cannot go back to my other projector. I just cannot do it because this is so much better. The clarity of this thing, because they've got their they've got their uh, lu- lu- triluminous uh, engine in this, like they have the, with the Bravia TVs. Yep. And I've got to say, it is uh, just spectacular quality. And, and and if they call it real true 4K because what you're getting on the screen is the 8 million pixels. There's other 4K projectors, other 4K projectors you can buy for two, $2,999 and cheaper. They're 4K but they're not true 4K because they use a thing called uh, pixel shifting. So what they do, they get 3 HD chips and then remember 1080i, what it used to do? They used to mm. scan. So what happens? The pixels can be in two places at once if they if they shift them hundreds of times per second. So what your naked eye is seeing is the pixel in more than one place. That's that's called pixel shifting. How do you tell if the projector you're getting? It, well, it'll it'll it won't say it's true. It won't say it's true 4K. It'll say the resolution is won't be over 4,000. Like this is 4,096 by whatever. The other ones will be three eight with a big asterisk next to it to say 4K and then it'll it'll say that the in the hard the list of the specs it'll say that the chips are full HD not 4K so you you there's 4K and then there's true 4K that's why this is expensive because it is the real deal you're getting everything and I could tell the difference so the, so the vertical resolution won't be 2160 uh no it'll be it, it the pixel shift up and to so horizontally and vertically to to fill out the 4k yeah, but in the gamut. specs of a non true 4k projector they it, won't, they it'll won't be, be able below to say yeah, it'll be below 3 4000 and um, it'll be it'll probably be the same down the horizontal pixel count but the, ver, the sorry the vertical pixel count but bottom line is it's 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 4K light you're getting. You're not getting true 4K. And in terms of like refresh rate and seeing the quality on the picture, it's not it's not it's nowhere near the quality you're getting right. with 4K. If you set them side by side, you go that's 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 not. Bottom that's line, shifting. if you're spending under five grand, you're not getting true 4K. That's right. So yeah. there's brands like uh, there's BenQ. I think Epson have got a couple of projectors. JVC. Sony's one of the only true 4K projectors you can buy. Oh, okay. So spectacular. The other thing I'll talk about too is how good the upscaling is on this thing. Now, I own a lot of movies, as you know, and when I see a film come out on 4K, I'm thinking, oh, do I buy it? Do I just stick with a Blu-ray? This upscaling is so good, I can watch a Blu-ray and it upscales it to near 4K. I don't need to buy the 4K. So mm-hmm. unless it's a new movie, I'll buy it on 4K. Or unless it's Star Wars, I'll get it. I'll get the 4K version. But there's other movies that I own that I'm thinking, yeah, do I really need to spend 40 bucks on the 4K? It'll upscale the Blu-ray version to near 4K anyway. Mm, yeah, right. So I don't need to do it. So I think Sony is actually probably costing the studios money because the upscaling for Blu-ray is so good that you don't need to bother with the 4K version yeah, on well. most instances. So really cool. Uh, you know, obviously, uh, what you, if, when you set this up, it's very specialized setup. You need a special HDMI cable as well. So I had to buy a special cable for it too, which is a directional cable. So... Because it goes in one direction, it just sort of helps maintain the picture quality. Right. And it also needs, at one end, at the projector end of the HDMI cable, there's a USB port so that it can power the, the head of the HDMI. Wow. Yeah, so it can power it. So there's a little HDMI port in the inputs of the projector and can do and that. That was a, a separate... Cable's like 400 bucks. Yeah, wow. Yeah, it's a 15-meter cable, though, because I've got to get it from the ceiling all the way up the ceiling, yeah. down the wall to the, to the rack. So... 
normal situation, you probably could get away with a 10-meter cable. Yeah, right. 50-meter cable, solid. Read about it, techguide.com.au. And if you're looking for Wi-Fi in your home, you know you don't need to go past Netgear and the Netgear. They have gaming routers if you've got kids and uh, people in your family looking for the ultimate gaming experience. The gaming routers do things like allow you to play on a server closest to you to get the best ping, the best lag, the best latency results possible. But then, of course, there's the mesh Wi-Fi systems like the Netgear Orbi, which will cover your home in Wi-Fi, will cover your home in speeds that are coming into your home from your ISP and give you that coverage all throughout the home and even in the backyard with the Netgear uh, Orbi Outdoor. And there's the uh, Orbi Voice as well, which will give you Alexa control within your home just on the Orbi satellite. All of those products, are the best Wi-Fi in the business is at netgear.com.au. I got the Mac Mini. When did the hell did that come out? October. Oh. Must have been early November because yeah. I was away in October. Anyway, late, yeah. must be. Yeah, I, I, that's right. I came yeah. back from a holiday the, uh, and went away straight away, didn't I? They yeah. announced it with the iPad Pro. Yeah, end of October, yeah. So I've had the Mac Mini since then. Yeah. Uh, I, I literally used it. Uh, so we got the office in mid-December. I had it in the office here as my primary machine. Now, to be clear, the, the Mac Mini I got was an i3, um, so it was underpowered, but I didn't have a massive problem with the power of the thing. In fact, I was doing video editing on it. Mm. No dramas at all. Yep. But the thing is, I looked at it and I went, okay, hang on, stop for a second. The, any computer that's i3 can do this. Like, It's not about that, what it can do. The point of a Mac Mini is you're meant to be able to bring your own screen, your own mouse, your own keyboard, and, and plug it in. Mate, it failed on day one because I could not set it up without an Apple Magic Mouse. Yeah, or like a keyboard. Just, you needed a keyboard. Yeah, I had to get a. I had to find a plugged-in keyboard. I, I, didn't, I, I didn't have an Apple keyboard. Remember, I texted you. Was it yeah. just before Christmas? And I'm thinking, I, mate, how the hell do you connect a keyboard? I said, mate, I had to go home and get a ma- magic yeah. mouse. Like I had a Logitech Bluetooth. You had a keyboard. Bluetooth keyboard. Yeah, yeah. Did mate, a, I had to get one nothing. with a frigging cable. Yeah. So oh, the whole, I, mate, I don't know how to get <laughs> it working. I, I looked everywhere. I couldn't work it out. Yeah. And I had a Bluetooth mouse, you know, it was in pairing mode, but it just yeah. wouldn't work, right? My mouse worked. I had a Logitech mouse and the mouse worked. But you know right. when you're setting up a computer, you've got to type stuff. You just can't just do it with a yeah. mouse. The mouse worked, but the Logitech keyboard wouldn't. I just thought the frustration of that to me was a massive put off for yeah. what is meant to be yeah. a pretty amazing uh, product. You know, it's a, what are they? I've forgotten now. They started at a price that is only, it's a, I think, at 18 something, yep. 1820. But the, and there's a, you can get an, uh, a MacBook Air. Yeah. For that much. With an i5 yep. for like 50 or 60 bucks more. Yeah, right. So I just felt... But that's like not one, a desktop experience, though. People oh, are going to buy... Well, mate, they can connect a Mac Mini to a monitor but, if you had to. But it. if you've got... But you can yeah. connect any Mac to a monitor. Yeah, that's the thing. If you've got a monitor, you can okay. connect a laptop to it. So yeah. I think, actually, the Mac Mini is best place for people who want it in their entertainment unit because a lot of people you know, yeah. use it for their Netflix and stuff. I yeah. don't know why you wouldn't just get a Telstra TV or a Fetch TV or something. Yeah. But, um, and also for these, you know, crazy server farm style people that have yeah. this, you know, daisy chain, yeah. daisy chain um, LAN connections that mm. do a mate. Like what I witnessed in a demonstration of this thing was a, a someone making essentially a, a, a blockbuster movie <clears throat> in Final Cut, 
Yep. With, you know, four Mac minis sitting there by the side. And they go, right, we need four versions of this movie rendered. We need, you know, one in YouTube, one in cinema, yeah. one in whatever. One in 4K, one you in You press HD, a button yeah. and each of those machines does its thing instead of, you know, your machine having to do all the work. So I get that. That's yeah. crazy intense. Yeah. But I just don't think it's a mass market product. I oh, no. really it's, don't. It's definitely a niche product. And I think that the the examples you cited there, like, like a, say, a game publisher would have it, like a, a video editor would have it. Mm. So rather than springing for a Mac Pro, which costs $10,000, they'll get three of these and just yep. use their existing monitor. And basically once, because if you develop an app, um, once you want to you know, push the code and, and test the code, you push the code on one machine, it slows down your machine. So you push mm. the code on a Mac Mini to a, to a set of Mac Minis and you can keep using your yeah. machine while it's doing And the, the rendering, like rendering video for editing yeah. and games as well, rendering 3D effects and stuff like that. That, that so takes look, a lot of power. I'm not saying it's a bad product. I love the USB-C yeah. connectivity is yeah. exceptional. Plus, it's still got standard USB, Ethernet, all the – and it's a beautiful-looking device too, yeah. let's be clear. But it's not for me. And and I don't think – I can't think of too many people I would recommend it to. I thought, mm. think You think about all the talkback calls over the years, you know, what a computer, what of this. Yeah. I can't think of too many that I would have gone, I'll get a Mac Mini. It mm. just – it is a very niche product. It is um, specialised. Which, but if, if, which if, is what if Apple you, do. If you've got a really good – if you've got a nice monitor – and you a keyboard already. So if you've got a setup already, and you just need rather than thinking, oh, do I if I, a laptop's not quite my thing, do I get a iMac? No, this will do. That's yeah. kind of a stopgap, sort of it's a middle solution there. But Steve, how funny is it when you go from using something regular? I use that literally daily. Mm-hmm. Uh, i3 just seems fine. And then I brought my my iMac in, you know, my i7, and I just and went, oh, smoking. my God, wow. It's like, wow, I'm breezing through this stuff yeah. now, clipping videos and render. Oh, it's just crazy when you put the power into it. So but Can you get an i7? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You oh, can absolutely. So you, spec, you can spec I, the hell out of it. Though, spec like, the hell out of it. It's, yeah. it so that's Cost the thing. Cost then it becomes more expensive. In, and I should I should have probably looked at what is the price of a high-spec iMac, yep. you know, i7, lots of RAM, and what's the price of a high-spec Mac Mini? Because, you know, in this circumstance, we oh, this mm-hmm. we get a monitor, get a great yep. monitor. Got a, yep. So maybe, just maybe, that's a, that is the the solution. It's actually for people that have got an existing beautiful monitor. They've got a studio set up already, maybe? Yeah, correct. Yeah. yeah. So I, it's got a market, but it just, it just wasn't for me, Steve. Fair enough, too. Fair enough. Life goes on. Seen any good Netflix shows lately, Trev? I started to watch a couple of comedies and uh, there's a new one that came out. I think it's I'm out today. Stand up. So, so we're, by, by the way, today's Valentine's Day. By happy the way, Valentine's so happy Valentine's Day, Day trip. Uh, today on Netflix is a show, a new show called Dirty John, starring right. Eric Banner. Uh, yes. Now, if any of you, any listeners who listen to other podcasts apart from Two Blokes Talking Tech, there was a really good podcast called Dirty John. That's what this this show was based on. Right. So it was originally a podcast. Wow. About this this guy who you know, really charming guy falls in love with this older wealthy woman. She's got a daughter, and and he sort of weave, weaves his way into the family, and he's got this sort of like a really shaky past, and is he he reckons he's a doctor, and it's. Every, every every I continued to be surprised every episode. Thinking what he did, what? So it's now been turned into a Netflix. I think wow. it's an eight episode uh, show, Dirty John, on Netflix. So if it's any, if it's half as good as the podcast, definitely worth watching. But uh, we're talking about Netflix because they've just introduced for iOS smart downloads. The funny thing here is it iOS was already got on last. An, it was on an Android first. It was on Windows. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Can you believe the Windows Bill Gates Netflix said, hey, app? Netflix make it for Windows. Android app had this, but iOS didn't, which is obviously yeah. the bulk of their market, which is why it gets. But this is super smart, yeah. like super smart. Well, it 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 sort of knows what you watch. Say you've downloaded Dirty John. Let's use that as an example. You've you've downloaded the first three episodes. You've watched episode one. 
it'll automatically delete episode one and then download episode four. So the one that you that you yep. put at the end of the line. The next time you hit Wi-Fi. Without you even thinking about yep. it. So, yeah, it won't use your data. Uh, it'll wait till you're in Wi-Fi, you're either at home, the office, or wherever you happen to be where there's Wi-Fi, and it'll automatically just populate your episode list. Mm. So you don't have to think about anything. Because you, you think about... And and when we fly, we normally stick stack our pod our iPads yeah. and tablets full of our shows, and we just delete them manually. But imagine if you're you've sort of you take your phone or your tablet on a train, and you get home, and then when it hits your Wi-Fi, it's, it puts the next episode in for you automatically. Yes. that's the user this is for. Yeah, but it's also super intelligent. I don't have the numbers in front of me, but it's it's smart enough to go if you've skipped a couple and still watched a few. It'll it'll go ahead for you without without deleting the ones that you haven't watched. Like it's yeah, it's, and if it reaches the end of the the last episode, it won't delete the last three before it. In case you want to maybe rewatch the ending, yeah, so right. it knows the end of the each series. So if you season if episode eight is the last episode, yeah. it won't delete that at the end. You got to do that manually. Just so smart, simple stuff, and yeah. I think I think appealing to a lot of commuters. I think that's Absolutely. the market for it. Commuters who are out on the train and don't want to use their 3G yeah. data. And then you don't. the problem is you don't want to get back on the train that afternoon and go, oh, damn, I forgot to download. Yeah. And then use your data, right? So what happens is it does it for you. It thinks that while you're at the office, it goes, you know what? He watched two episodes it's on Wi-Fi, yep. I'm going to grab another two right now. So it looks after your data, looks after your data, but also looks after your storage on your phone. So yes. it, it, while you, when you watch one, gone, and when it gets the new one, so it's not using up any extra space. Done deal. Uh, details, eftm.com and techguide.com.au. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. So um, Netgear reshaped the market with Arlo when it came out, and that's now its own separate company. And the Arlo cameras are a number one in the market in terms of wire-free security surveillance solutions. You know, very competitive market, Steve. You've got a Swan, you've got Uniden, you've got uh, Ring, you've got Nest. There's a lot of security yeah. cameras out there. Heaps. But when it comes to 100% wire-free, you, you've only got a few. So Swan, Uniden, yep. Harlow. Yep. Um, now, D-Link are getting into the game with the Omna. Now, Omna is not a new, new brand. They've had this little Omna camera, which has like a wide-angle view in your home, but it's a mm-hmm. wide camera. So they've gone with a base station and two-camera solution for 800 bucks, which is similar to Arlo. Wire-free, yep. 100%. And the hub. Um, yep. And the hub, which you can either put an SD card into or a USB and get cloud recording. Yeah. Um, you know, at 800 bucks, it's actually a really good price. It's slightly more than the Arlo Pro 2s are going for now that the Arlo Ultra is out. Yep. Um, and, you know, according to the box that I've seen, you get 12 months of subscription included. You do? Yes. And the, but the big selling point, too, on this is, of course, it's wire-free, indoor, outdoor use. You get the hub. You can record locally. You can record to the free cloud service. But one of the big selling points too, and this is kind of one of their flagship features, is the fact it's got a really good battery life. Mm. Their battery life, they, they say we're talking months here, not weeks. Right. So uh, on, a, on a full charge, they're claiming that their back cameras will outlast any other on the market. Wow. That's what they're saying with their lithium, rechargeable lithium well, batteries. We'll take their word for it for now, but we'll test it over the next That's couple of months. That's what they're saying. Exactly. That's right. We'll um, test it. it. Look, it looks like... Uh, looks like the Arlo. <laughs> looks like the original Arlo, to <laughs> yeah, be honest. Uh, very, very bulbous little design. Yep. Very similar system. Um, and you know what? Why not? I mean, you know, if you can't beat them, join them. Um, totally. Full and- HD video. And you've also got, uh, you can record to the micro SD card or to a USB hard drive. Which is what I do so with the you, Arlo, you can, frankly. you can plug it to the base yeah. station and boom. Now, the only thing I, I looked at, and I'll, I'll do a better comparison once we do the, the actual review, but the cloud pricing, and I know the first 12 months is included, but after that, the cloud pricing is not as good as Arlo's. Mm. 
um, the number of days, the number of cameras and those kind of things is not as good as Arlo's if you are going to hype up the, uh, the the setup at home. But that stuff can be adjusted. But the subscription Absolutely. is where they make well, their, their got, long game. You've got a year to worry about it. <laughs> you've got a year to worry about it. But, you know, it's, I think it's an important thing to look at. Oh, totally. The long yeah, term of these track. things. Absolutely you want, right. you want these things to last you three or four years before yeah. you need to upgrade to the next one. Completely. Um, and also, you've got to remember that the D-Link have a bit of a cloud setup and solution because they have a bunch of the other cameras now that you can That's have right. in your home too. Yeah, this isn't their first camera. They've got no, a few indoor cameras as well. And this, you don't have to use these indoor outdoor. You can use it in both, but you could absolutely put these outdoor and have some other D-Link cameras indoors. Hopefully, they'll be all linked together um, so you can see them all. Yeah. But, you know, that's the other thing. I do feel like these companies are chasing um, the, their tail a little bit because you look at Arlo and they're now stepped ahead to Ultra. Um, yeah, 4K. The 4K. Yeah. They've got the doorbell. They've got the sensors coming. So I feel like yeah. Arlo, assuming they can bring all those things to market in the right period of time, yeah. which is, you know, you know, first eight months of this year, they will have a, a good leap ahead from, from they'll, these and other they'll lock people in because once you buy that brand, you're, gonna, you're, gonna, yeah, you're just going to pick it. and stick. So, yeah, yeah. Uh, although the, these, you know, seven nine nine reasonable, you get it's it's kind of an out of the box, straight out of the box. You have got a solution, yeah. whether it's for 100%. home for your small business. Uh, it's got night vision as well, so you can can see in complete darkness and indoor and outdoor. I know Arlo, uh, the focus of them is outdoor. Yeah, I use two yeah. of them indoor. So they're, they're here, they're at least saying that, yeah, you can use them indoors if you want. Well, they don't have to be outdoor. I think it's smart to call yeah. it an indoor-outdoor camera yeah. so people realize it can be yeah. anything. Absolutely right. I think Good. the focus on the other brands, though, is that, oh, hang on, I can only use it outdoors, but he yeah. can use it any, you can use the others anywhere you want. That's right. They're actually saying this here. Well, you can check out all the details and the photos at uh, techguide.com.au and eftm.com, and we'll have full reviews of that great product coming up in the months ahead, I guess, once we get back from Barcelona. And it's Valentine's Day. Go home to your wife. Uh, I will, yeah. I will definitely do that. What yeah. about you, Trev? No, I'm just going to stay Flowers, mate? Did you buy her a rose? I did buy her a lot did of roses. Did you really? Yeah. Today? Good for you. Yeah. Why, are you why are you so surprised? Because, oh, you know, my, my marriage. Two dozen and a, and a, two and dozen. a, and a bottle of wine. Yeah. And she'll say, what have you done? <laughs> Is that what she said? <laughs> what have you done wrong? Is that what you said to you? No. I Good. bought a big projector. <laughs> <laughs> Joe, I love you. Don't worry. I didn't buy flowers. We're, you know what? We're over the flower stage, you know? Yeah. Like, I know there's some. Oh, I don't you know, do it's it not, like, Sometimes, you know, get a flower, something like that, but. Um, we're, we're comfortable in our relationship where I don't have to produce flowers. I think my wife would prefer Louis Vuitton stuff, yes. bags and stuff like that. Yeah. So, or jewelry. So, uh, Tiffany's or something like that. So well done with the expensive tastes. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, that's, uh, that's the situation there, but yeah, happy Valentine's day to all of you. It's, uh, a nice day that focuses purely on love. Isn't that well, nice? Well, it should be 365 days a year, don't you? Uh, mate, that'd be too much. It just too much. Well, <laughs> Cost you too much, all the roses. Oh, kidding. We're <laughs> off to San Francisco on Sunday. We will uh, do our darndest to – do you know what? Worst case scenario, we'll, we'll try and catch up in Barcelona before yeah. it's kind of an MWC thing, but we'll we'll, we'll try squeeze a, something. We'll here. try our best to get a uh, Samsung and an MWC out in the next two yeah, weeks. Yeah. Uh, I've got an idea that that we can have how we can do the podcast. I've okay. got an idea that we'll talk about off air, Trevor. Stephen, I, don't want, I don't want to reveal the magic Stephen on the show. Is an ideas man. Um, <laughs> so thanks for listening, folks. Uh, tell your friends. Uh, leave a rating on the on the App Store. We'd appreciate the iTunes Store. We'd appreciate that. And uh, thanks for listening. Uh, keep downloading. And Stephen will be back next time here on Two Blokes Talking Tech. Two Blokes Talking Tech. You're listening to Two Blokes Talking Tech with Trevor Long and Stephen Fennick. 